When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Oh my God, there's mud, there's possibly even farmyard animals. <laughs> Someone's Hi. out of their Hello. urban comfort zone. Welcome to How To Basically. It's quite basic. <laughs> so today, the great indoors is on location. We are in the depths of East Sussex. I don't know if you can hear the rain pounding on the roof outside. I'm Kate Watson-Smythe. And I'm Sophie Robinson. <laughs> what I'm seeing here is there's just like shelves upon shelves of tools and screws and there are measuring tapes and there's hammers and drills so here we are in a barn in east sussex with the amazing justin kelly from how to basically because kate if you remember a few episodes ago you admitted that you've never even put up a shelf what do you mean even has everybody put up a shelf? I just mentioned in passing, I have people for shelves. <laughs> you have people for shelves. <laughs> and I'm going to admit that I actually haven't put a shelf up. Oh, okay, probably since my student days, because I married a builder. So I have that whole area you of have coverage. people. I have people. I have literally the person. So, Justin. Well, now is the time where you can be empowered to do it for yourself as well, yes. when that said husband is <laughs> neglecting you. Yeah, and that does happen, actually. That does happen. I mean, they do say, what is it? The cobbler and his shoes. Yeah, it's not the first thing he wants to do when he comes back from a building site is do my DIY. You don't say. But also, in the wider context, the other thing was, when we did our Pinterest trends a couple of weeks, is this is a thing. DIY is cool right now. My Instagram is flooded with people doing DIY. I just wonder whether DIY has actually always been cool. It's just that because of social media, we're now more aware that it's happening. Justin, what do you think? Well, yeah, I think DIY has almost got a bad name for itself. Like it's something that people associate with banging their thumb and not knowing what to do and a slightly the reserve of the uh, the, the mature man. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put. And now things have changed and particularly women are realising that they can be doing things for themselves and young people. We get a lot of young people at How To basically, you know, really enjoying using the tools here. So I think it's about people being empowered to do things for themselves. Also, the cost of living, learning how to save money by doing something for yourself and not getting other people to come and do it for you. And just environmentally, it's better to fix things than replace them. 
was started because a few years ago I kept on thinking to myself wouldn't it be great to have somewhere where you could go and be shown how to do useful things in a clear and concise manner demystify the jargon and you get a hands-on go at doing it so you've got the confidence to do it for yourself and the more I thought about it the more I thought well why don't I start it so a couple of years ago that's what I did and we've got the workshop here in Sussex and we also do online classes and it's all about empowering people to know how to do things for themselves because once somebody shows you how to do it it's not actually as complicated as you might have thought and it's great to save money because you don't have to get other people to do it for you. And you are helping the environment by knowing how to fix things rather than thinking, oh, I'll throw it away and buy another one. So I'm looking around the workshop and obviously, as Sophie mentioned, there's power tools everywhere <laughs> and bits of wood and the, the pretty lampshade. And then I can see a section called plumbing. I can see a section called painting and wallpaper. And then I can see a section called how to basically and there's washing up. So, I mean, I think we can safely say this is covering the full range of basic skills for your children. Talking to mine, washing up. There's a course you can do. Not only that, but you'll also see there's a washing machine, a dishwasher, tumble dryer, fridge and freezer. So we teach people, particularly teenagers, how to set up and look after those types of white goods so that they are cared for and uh, don't go wrong. What I also think is really interesting is it's just those basic repairs. So if you've got a dripping tap, you know, the instinct is to panic or I must call a plumber. But actually understanding that, you know, you can investigate it yourself. Potentially you can't fix it, but it might just be a washer or something simple. So what you're basically saying is things that come out from the wall you can deal with. Anything behind the wall is perhaps best left to the professionals. For electrics, that is the, the, the regulations that you, you're not allowed to go behind the wall. But here at How To Basically, we only teach a certain amount of things that you can do this side of the wall because it's not directly in our wheelhouse. So we just do fuses, fuse consumer units, changing sockets, fixing plugs. In relation to plumbing, similarly, we don't go into any boiler or anything like that. It's all about dripping taps, wobbly taps, unblocking drains, compression valves, those types of things. Giving people the confidence to know how to fix a dripping tap and how to turn off the water. Empowering people to know what the basics are and when to then call a professional. So, Kate, we're here today. This you is why I've like, bought you. You sound like David Attenborough. We're here in the wilds of Sussex. <laughs> <laughs> because Justin is going to teach us how to put a shelf up. When you say us. Yes, because I'm I'm here to learn as well. I think we should both learn how to put a shelf up. I think it's a good skill to have. Take me to my workbench. (laughs) Great. So the first thing to do is PPE to protect your hands. So do you like to put a pair of gloves on? PPE is? Yes. (laughs) No. You're going with one of these? Yes, I'm going Personal protective equipment. Very good. Well done, well done. So we're putting on some nice little rubber gloves to protect Uh, our manicures. First thing to decide is what you're going to be drilling into. And today we're going to drill into plasterboard because, well, it's pretty common around people's homes. But bear in mind, you could be putting it up on wood or on brick. I've got a question already. What do you mean, first, we'll decide what we're drilling into? Surely the point is, first, you have to understand or know or find out what you're drilling into. Absolutely, you're correct. Yeah, so work out what it is you're going to be drilling into. Give it a knock with your knuckles. It's all in the sound, isn't it? Right. You can hear plasterboard's got a, some got a hollow tap to yeah. it. Whereas if you tap a brick wall... You'll hurt yourself. You need different tools, don't you, for different walls. I'll tell you a funny story, actually. Oh, we lived in... Um, when I first met Tom, it was actually the house that I owned. It's made out of bungaroosh. Do you know what that is? Are you what? 
Bungaroosh, which is basically quite a primitive building material where they put up shuttering and mixed sort of lime cement and pebbles off Brighton Beach and built the houses out of that. So it's a it's a pebble cement mix. It's and really what, old. It's really old. But when you drill into it, so I had the, I wanted all these shelves putting up and Tom was going to put all these shelves up for me. You know, it, we were, I don't think we were even married, we were dating. He was this really handsome, strong, capable builder. And I had him drilling in this bungaroosh wall, but you're drilling in between pebbles. And so it's literally like guessing where you can get a hole. I mean, this is quite a particular Brighton problem. So people in Brighton will know what I'm talking about. It's not really an issue for someone else. But we had to, like, move the shelves quite a few times, depending on where we could get a hole. So, yeah, Bangarouche is a problem. Brick, not so much an issue. Not, as you say, it's just a question of using different drill bits and different rule plugs. And do you need, like, a more powerful drill? A regular combi drill 18 volt may do it, See, but there is... Combi drill 18 volt? That's what you need. very excited. <laughs> But there is something called an SDS drill. That's the one. Which yes. is much better for uh, drilling into into brick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Right. So, so we, we have, I've knocking, knocking on the wall, sounding hollow. I've got a plasterboard wall. Next. Shelf me up. <laughs> so once you've decided whereabouts you want to hang your, put up your shelf, you need to think about what might be behind that plasterboard, whether it's the stud, the wooden studs that run behind it, both vertically and horizontally, the mm. horizontal ones are called... Joists. Noggins. Yeah. Noggins, that's such a good word, isn't it? And what pipes there might be behind there, because there could be electrical or water pipes or, uh, but, behind. Uh, but this is, the, this is the bit where I'm just running screaming for the yellow yeah. pages, because, you know, I've always lived in old houses, and people do all sorts of things they shouldn't do with plumbing and wiring, and, and how do you know? Yeah, how do you That's know? very true. So there's some rule of thumbs is generally try to avoid the vertical or horizontal uh, line on a electrical socket or switch. Oh, right. So if you've got a socket down below near the floor, if you draw a line up from that all the way to the ceiling, avoid drilling into that zone. Yes. Because there's a good chance, chance there'll be a cable there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the horizontal as well, because that generally the installation works on the vertical and the horizontals. The second thing you do is buy a detector. And there are different machines on the market and they start like this one for kind of 20 30 quid so i've got the gadget here in my hand what if i'm looking to buy one of these at the diy store is it called a detect what's it called it you is know? called a detect an yeah electrical detector well no this is not just for the electrics it could be for uh, water pipes detector do we okay. get a goodie bag <laughs> from this recording God, there's toys there's what, toys i want the green one and this will use some kind of amazing intel to find out what's behind your plaster wall that's right but they are not 100 percent. and i would recommend saving up to buy as good a one as you can so that one you've got holding is kind of a 25 quid one yeah is not particularly accurate okay this one here is about 80 quid right and is much better but even this one isn't infallible so in this jig that we've got here i've actually got some electrical and water pipes which you're going to have to find Oh, it's a quiz! I love a quiz! <laughs> Should we start with the cheap one? So as you can see here, there's a light on. Yes. There's a live electrical current in this wall. Yes. There is also a full water pipe here. Are you going to actually spray me with water if I get this wrong? If, this has turned into some kind of episode of Total Wipeout or Squid so. Games. If, <laughs> if you drill through the pipe, the water's going to come out, yeah. Don't push me in front of the water pipe! <laughs> right. So... You obviously should read the instructions of any machine that you buy. So for this one, we turn it on like this. Yes. This is the posh one, isn't it? Yes. This is the posh one. Only the best for you. 
So we're going to look for current first for okay. the electrics. And what you're going to do, you use your spare hand to earth yourself by putting the spare hand on the wall. Oh, is, am I earthed with my glove? I didn't take it off just in case. And you'll see it's saying, move the tool sideways over the wall. Oh, red. What Electrical found? cable found. So green is good, red is danger, and then there's a sort of yellow, which Amber. is what? Watch out. Which is a maybe. You mm. take your risk in your own hands. Yeah. Fun gadget. I love that. That's I just so want to clever. take this home and play with it. I'm just going to go and run it all over all my walls. <laughs> so it's it's a tool to give you a better idea. So before we start with hopefully some, some power tools, we've played with the electrical cables. Can I just ask, before I trust myself to you and a power tool... How did you get into this? I mean, are you been an electrician all your life and now have a burning need to teach people? How did this come about? So I, my previous career, I was doing legal work in the film business, but I would do property maintenance on the side, looking after properties that I was renting out. And I was forever going back to hardware shops saying, oh, I think I've bought the wrong raw plug and asking questions and being made to feel ignorant. Right. And I taught myself just by repeat, making lots of mistakes. And then since starting How To, basically, I've had the luxury of spending all my time trying to educate myself, talking to people, you know, looking online, uh, reading up. And I'm not qualified as such in terms of city and guilds or anything like that. All I have is just practical experience. And even today, I'm still learning all the time, which is what I love about this. Yeah. Um, not least they bring out more tools and technology all the time. So you're always picking up new things. I think that's Brilliant. lovely. And do you know, Tom's completely self-taught as well. He bought a rack of a house in Cardiff when he was a student. Mm. And this is before YouTube. I think he bought a Haynes manual. Oh. And... <laughs> Yeah. and fixed it up and he's a completely self-taught builder and sometimes it is isn't it it's being on the job talking to other trades that's a really good piece of advice though as well is talking to the people in the DIY stores in the hardware stores they're always great for advice and tips and do you find generally people quite generous with their advice their DIY advice uh, I do yes particularly if they're trying to sell you more tools <laughs> But I once heard a plumber say to my wife that their charge out rate was X. But if she, if she wanted to watch him do it, he was going to charge her more as a joke right, because right. he would be out of work. It's actually really worth if you are going to get a professional to come around, um, you know, chat to them and watch what they do because you can pick stuff up from them too. Yeah. Right. right, right. Shall so we get started? We found the cables. So we've decided whereabouts you're going to put up your shelf and you've clarified what you're drilling into. So if you put your shelf where you're thinking you want it and yep. you put a bracket underneath, yep. it's a good idea to put the brackets about equal distances from the end. Yeah. If my husband could see me now, the woman who couldn't even get the hummus out of the fridge last night without <laughs> dropping the china bowl on the floor. He doesn't know what I'm doing today. He would, he's going to have conniptions, good word. Conniptions, word of the day. What does conniptions mean? He's just going to have a sort of freak out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does uh, the mad husband do DIY around the house? Yes. He does do a bit. Yeah. He'd put your shelves up for you, would he? Yeah. Do you get women coming to learn? By far, the majority of the adults we teach are women. Either they're fed up of their husbands not doing things that they've been waiting for them to do for so long, uh, or they're divorced or widowed, or just feeling like they want to uh, be able to do stuff for themselves these days. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a really good thing, isn't it? And then do you think the men are less likely to come because they f almost feel like they should know how to do it? Because there are men who admit to not point. knowing how to yeah. do stuff. Yeah, I think there's a lot of men out there who know a little bit and feel like they're not sure whether they need to know more or whether they're embarrassed to show that maybe, they don't know. Maybe the online courses are for them. They can do it in secret. Yeah. <laughs> 
Moonshine. get caught by the get caught Moonshine. by their partners. What are you doing here in the dark with a YouTube video? Oh, it's not what it looks like. I'm literally learning how to put a shelf up. <laughs> okay, great. So we marked our wall as to whereabouts we want to going to fix the yeah. bracket, and we're going to think about what kind of drywall fixing we need. So drywall is just another name for plasterboard. Yeah. And there are lots on the market, but they all do a similar thing. And what I'm going to show you is using a self-drill fixing. It's one of the easiest ones to use. Is it a uh, raw plug? It's another name for a raw plug. I am going to say for those people who are on Instagram, there's an Instagram account called Tool Tips. And it's brilliant. And it just, for example, one of their videos, I got completely fascinated by it. It's like a video inside a wall of what happens when you drill a hole in a wall and put a rule plug in so that you can see how the rule plug grips the wall. There you go. It's completely fascinating. Oh, look at that. This is the sort of thing you do at three in the morning when you can't sleep. You start watching videos of people putting rule plugs in the wall. I do that before I go to sleep. I find it quite relaxing. (laughs) The one we're going to do is the self-drill fixing, which is very simple. Not the strongest, but very versatile and still can hold up quite a lot. And if you use these, you can use two of them on the wall and then hang something across both of them if you were hanging a heavy yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. All right, give yeah. me the tool. Okay, She's so pumped. you can drill these straight into the wall, but you'll get a more precision if you give them a little pilot hole to pilot go into first. Right. So I'm handing you this drill. And when we're drilling into a wall, you generally want it on the faster speed. So if you look at the top of the drill, there's a, you can see there's a one there. And if you do that, you, when you can see the two, certainly on this DeWalt, it means it's the faster speed. Have you actually ever used a drill? No. Well, I did once um, because obviously the incident with the hummus falling out of the fridge, I am slightly clumsy. And when my husband had gone to work one day and I needed, I can't remember what I needed to do. There was a cupboard door that was crooked and I think I decided I just needed to router a bit out. A router a bit out? Yes. Wow, okay. Uh, It it might have been a router, I don't know, (laughs) but it was something that plugged in and it made quite a lot of noise and I took it out onto the garden wall and I laid it on the garden wall and I put my knee on it because, you know, I've seen, I've watched the telly, I've seen them do it and this thing like, and I was shaking like the cartoon thing. It was absolutely terrified. Put it away, put the cupboard back. And that's your only power tool experience. Okay, well, let's yes. hope this is a bit more successful. So we're going to be drilling. So we're going to go on two on the speed. We're going clockwise. to go clockwise on that. And we're going to put it on the drill, drill setting. Bit setting. Now, when drilling, it's important to try generally to have a 90 degree angle to what you're doing so that you're not drilling to the side, yes. as it were. You just want a straight line into the wall. Exactly. Oh, I'm in. That was very quiet. That wasn't quite well as done. satisfying as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I want, I want a bigger drill and a bigger wall. <laughs> Biggest Andy Climax ever. <laughs> i got to say, yeah. you know, you promised me power tools. Don't worry, don't worry, we're going to be doing some screwing later. <laughs> that is a euphemism. Or is it not? I've lost track of my euphemisms now. Right. Right, so we've now done a pilot hole yes. for the self-drill fixings to go into. So Justin's these are... regretting it, do you think? <laughs> not at all. How does it feel, Kate? Do you feeling empowered? I'm, well, I really hate that drill. word, but I slightly am. You yes. are. I can, I can sense. I'm sensing that you're getting quite a lot out of this. She's looking very serious. <laughs> there is some deep, deep concentration going on, but she's very commanding. She's very commanding. Oh, of the I drill. know that trick. She's got a firm grasp of the drill, and um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of you, I'm darling. Actually, I'm very proud I'm of you. I'm all over it. Is it lunch soon? <laughs> 
Yeah, so. Oh, this is a great Oh, I know this trick. So when you're drilling into plasterboard, it can be a bit messy. And so if you don't have a man with a hoover around to clean up after you, you can put a bit of masking tape on an envelope or folded paper and just pop it underneath so that it will catch all the plasterboard as it comes out. Yes, that's a genius trick. I do that. That's I'm really good at sticking envelopes to the trick. wall. I do that. Well, when so, the woman who's never drilled a hole in her life, well, I don't go I'm not drilling my own holes. I envelopes. follow my husband round, <laughs> sticking envelopes on the wall. Okay, so that's your job, is it? Yeah, the envelope sticking. Yeah, very not, important. Not, We're a team. Not, not anymore. It's not going to be. No, no. Not anymore. He's now sticking the envelopes. Yeah. How's think, that going to go? I think he'd rather get the Hoover out. <laughs> he won't trust me. Right. Okay, so now we're going to put the bracket on. So I've got now this bracket with three holes in it. So I'm guessing there's probably an order, is there, to which one I there do first? There is an order, but I recommend not putting the first one in all the way. Yeah. Leave it a little bit wobbly so that you've got a bit of movement. A bit of adjustment. So, Justin, have you ever had any DIY disasters? Me? No. <laughs> well, my philosophy is you don't learn other than by mistakes. Yes. So I make sure I make Very a good. healthy number of mistakes. I mean, and what's the bit been it the could b- be quite dangerous, what's been the biggest it DIY disaster? It can be quite disaster. dangerous. I'd say probably drilling into a mains electrical cable Ooh, wasn't great. Like? Did you uh, get spun across the field? Uh, I didn't, but there was a big loud pop and a kind of um, bit of a bang. Yes. And uh, I quickly um, called an electrician. <laughs> That's where I did that little problem. And, and learned not to drill just underneath the fuse board. Yeah, I mean, you know, how, yeah, okay. how silly can you be? Yeah, well, you only do it once. Right, back to work. Because uh, yeah. I'm now feeling competitive and back I want to, to be work. better than Kate at this. Right. So can we uh, well, you hit just me out? Me, will you? <laughs> So, I don't know if power tools is ever going to be my thing, but sewing is. sewing is my I thing. I don't know. I was watching. Well, I've made that... all the curtains. I've just spent the weekend making draft excluders out of leftover fabric. And how, and how does with and, hooks on and fancy and bits? And how does that make you feel? I like doing that. It's also good. saved me a lot of, lot money. of money. Yeah. And I'm, I've got a couple of sewing machines here, and it was only a couple of months ago I learned how to properly put on a button for the first time. Yeah. And and you know learn how to start oh, using. Oh, but yes. I never uh, took no, a button no, I did, hole. no, no, I sewed on a button by hand. Right. And then this lady, uh, Kate, was showing me how to use the, the um, machine yeah. as well. And we're going to be doing some sewing uh, classes. Right, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Oh, I've got a different drill. So you're going to do a pilot drill first. Pilot so hole I'm first. on my slow so setting. So I've messed up all the settings. So oh. you're going to need to figure <laughs> out what to <laughs> do. Listening? She Thanks. so wasn't listening. It's one, no, two's fast. Well done. And... I can't remember whether this needs to be in or out. Well, you can pull the trigger and you can see which way it's spinning. That's good. That's going clockwise. Very good. Which is what I wanted to do. And you're going to be drilling. Into this hole. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, one job. One job. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew that hand behind... Did you hear that? Do you want to just say that again? Yeah. In a, sorry, I didn't in hear in that. It was a funny noise in the background. <laughs> I think that will that's 10 out of 10. Perfect I'm just mimic put of Kate. A note, a note to, the, to the producer here. Can we just dub that perfect 10 over mine? <laughs> What's easier, Justin? Plasterboard or brick? Is brick harder? Because As long a... as you've got the right tools, they're both as easy as each other. Okay. Well, that's interesting because you mm. just automatically assume that brick would be a lot harder. harder. It's mm. not. It's just about having the right tool. And yeah. they're called power tools because the tool is the power. You don't need to be strong to do any DIY. Good point. Although I have been doing my weight training this morning. So I'm feeling particularly pumped. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Can't even. I should have brought my glasses. I can't actually see what I'm doing. <laughs> don't say that right. when you're We're in, in charge we? of yeah. power tool. We're in. We're in. We're in. We're in. Great. Good job. Well good done. Job. Now we're going to fix the shelf to the brackets. 
So before we do that, Justin, tell us a bit more about what you do here. You're teaching children. I mean, do you, are you a, you must be a passionate believer in should these things be taught in schools? I certainly just wish that I had learned how to do these kind of things when I was growing up. And so we teach anyone from nine to 90. And I hadn't expected it, but there's been a huge demand from parents of children, particularly with special educational needs and disabilities. So I found myself doing increasingly one-to-one classes with children who are not in regular school. And they get a lot out of being able to do practical things with their hands. It could be anything from pallet woodwork, but we have also do decorating and plumbing and car maintenance and things like that. And life skills for leaving home, where we're teaching teenagers, you know, how to set up and look after home appliances like washing machines and dishwashers and so on or what happens on your fuse board trips or even just you know how to sharpen a knife or wrap up a long piece of rope and just things I wish I'd known when I was growing up and I'd like to yeah more people to know it the better. And what about girls as well I mean I can see my son coming to one of your workshops and getting a hell of a lot out of it he loves the drills his dad's a builder yeah. or do you have lots of girls I mean that's an interesting point you said you have lots of women coming mm. What what age do they start coming? Yeah, I mean, most of the adult, the women who are coming to me are kind of middle-aged women. And with the children that we're teaching, most of them are boys. It'd be great to be able to find, you know, get more girls in. The holiday camps that we do, do, do sometimes have girls. So the problem is now there needs to be more of you. I'm just, can you tell, I watched Dragon's Den last night. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, my name is Justin. I'm here today to ask you for X thousand pounds to franchise my business out yeah. to every county in the land. Because this is wonderful what you're doing here. But you're in a small corner of East Sussex. My dream is to have a how-to basically workshop in every county in the UK and in other countries. The in-person workshop is a difficult business to scale because you need the resources of having a place. And the pupil-to-teacher ratio is very small because you need to be very hands-on and kind of looking after people. And that's why we've started doing the online videos. And we're about to relaunch our new set of videos in a month or two's time. And that is scalable. And I think they both play in with each other. You need the in-person workshops to give you credibility for the online workshops and also to learn how to teach and what to teach because it's only by teaching are we becoming you know, good at what we do. And we need the online because it gives a much wider reach and it's a way of making some money. So they're both crucial to each other and I want to grow it. Whether it's a franchise or other model, I'm not yet sure because I'm just trying to figure out what the business is. All I know is that everybody who comes to our workshops or watch our videos get so much out of it. And the more people can learn how to do things for themselves, the better. What other kind of like home improvement courses do you offer? So I see the kind of power drill as a kind of gateway tool. It is! because it's not just about fixing things it's also you know you can put a wire brush on the end of a power drill and you can then be taking off old paint for upcycling or you can put a grinder onto the end of a power drill uh, in order to clean up masonry should i just give you an example of how you can multitask with the power tool my who's the expert now all of this is my no this is my 20 year old sent us a video the other day of pancake day and he'd made a whole load of pancake batter and he was stirring it with, power with drill. his drill. Oh, there we go. There you go. These types of fittings oh. that you can put on an end of a power yeah. drill. So I've seen Tom That's use plus. one of these. This is a giant whisk, isn't it's it? It's a giant whisk when you're mixing up paint. paint. But just as much whisk. if you've got a meringue that you need whisking. 
There you go. That's what my son was doing with his pancake batter. Yes, it's just put like a a, a, whisk, a, a kitchen mix, whisk, uh, kitchen whisk inside his uh, drill chuck, which yeah. uh, we now know is what it's called. Absolutely, and that's the question just. Question is: do, do, Must your meringue mix go clockwise or anti-clockwise? Oh, well, ah, yeah, that's very good. And then here, like this metal brush, you would use if you were wanting to take paint off an old. Take paint, oh, that's paint. very satisfying. Yeah. Is that off metal? That's like a metal wire brush. That's metal, yeah, easily available. I'm really interested in this course you've mentioned about, is it preparing to leave home or preparing to yeah. go to university? So, you know, you say look after a dishwasher. I'm, I'm not sure I give my dishwasher a lot of looking after, but what, what are those skills? So, so for a- those whose children are going to university for the first time or going away from home and they're, you know, getting a flat, they've got to do their own laundry and cooking... What are the core skills that they can learn from you? So in relation to home appliances, it's how to set them up in the first place. So pipes and simple installation things about the particular appliance. And then you would not believe what people don't know, if you know what I mean. Oh, you would. I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, why are you putting salt in a dishwasher? What's rinse aid? Did you know you can change the height of your drawer on your dishwasher if you've got tall plates or tall glasses? What's the lint filter? It's, it only takes a second to show people or tell people things and then they've got that knowledge for life. Yes, you don't. You can't unknow it, can you? No. Yeah. So we go through all the different home appliances. We also do, you know, fuse boards. What happens when you fuse board trips? We also do basic fire stuff, you know, fire blankets, different fire extinguishers, carbon monoxide, smoke alarms. We also do, you know, how do you open a bottle using a spoon or a lighter? You know, then you kind that of... That is a life skill yes. worth knowing. Yeah. OK, great. Well, Shall we get back to putting up the shelf? Yes, it's nearly there. Brackets in. So, as always, measure Shuffle. twice. So we're going to put in... Oh, we've got some little tiny screws Little now. screws so that they're not going to poke through the shelf. Yeah, so they're going underneath to secure the bracket to the underneath of the shelf. Exactly. Now, depending on your shelf, particularly if it's hardwood, you'd still want to make a little pilot hole for the screw because it might be difficult for it to go in. In which case, you can just mark whereabouts the screws are going to go and take the shelf off and drill small pilot holes for the screws. Yeah, I'm up next. Oh, I haven't got my glasses on, but I'm going to take a guess of where the holes are. Perfect. Did you hear that? What? Perfect again. I see how it's going. But it's fine because there's quite a large puddle outside. And, you know, I shall be... you, could be, you could be bathing in it quite shortly. So in terms of different types of screws, there's the flathead, the old original ah. straight line. And the then Mrs. Phillips came along, invented the Phillips screw. Mrs. Phillips? Hold on, back up. <laughs> oh, is it not Mrs. Phillips? Well, I don't know, but I like to think it was Mrs. Phillips. Uh, and that's just a kind of cross, as it were. Yeah. Then they thought to ourselves, how, how can we sell some more stuff? So I thought, okay, what we'll do is we'll put a little groove in between the cross of the Phillips. Can you see in between each one? There's a star. There's another star. And what it is, is the idea is that you're going to have more purchase on it by having those little grooves being with a a screw bit in them as well. I'm in. So we've put the brackets on the wall. We're ready to now put the shelf on the brackets. We've drilled the pilot holes. And now we're doing the final screws to fix the shelf to the brackets. This is a drum roll moment. Done. Ta-da! 
So come on, Kate, let's step back. Have a look. Well, I'm going to put, we need to put something on the shelf. I'm going to put the spirit level on the shelf. Oh, look at that. Hang That's on. level. And the moment of truth. You're going to put something on the shelf. This is the, the bit now we're going to style the shelf. <laughs> so I'm going to have my drill on the shelf. I've got my, oh, look at that. My how to basically mug. Pop it Love on. it. Yes. I'll just have a little bit of glove. So draping over the edge yeah, like right that. There. So there proud of us. It looks amazing. And I'm going to put my pencil in the pot. There oh, we go. Jobs are good in. So you're proud of yourself? Yes. Is it easier than you thought it would be? Yes. It's less daunting than it was. And I feel, you know, I hate to sound like a cliche, knowledge is power, but I'm interested that I now know how to look for a water pipe, how to look for a cable. So I'm not frightened of the power tools as such, what I feel empowered by, to coin a phrase, is that knowing where's a safe place on the wall that or how to position of... the shelf, that's the thing that makes me feel more confident. And of mm. course, bear in mind, you can always turn off the circuit for the room that you're in. That's a whole different lesson. <laughs> we, haven't covered, we haven't covered that. <laughs> well, I think you've done a fantastic job. Yeah. And it's just the beginning because, you know, DIY and life skills is an endlessly evolving kind of journey, which everyone should be on. And it's just about finding your safe place to start and growing from there. Oh, Justin, I can't thank you enough. I've really, really enjoyed that. I've really enjoyed watching Kate sweat. But actually, you were better than I imagined. And it's all under your expert tutorage. Better than I imagined or better than you? (laughs) (laughs) And Justin, where can our listeners find out more about you and everything you do? Well, our website is howtobasically.co.uk. And we're on Instagram at howtobasicallysussex with an underscore between each word oh yeah those wretched underscores we'll put it in the show notes guys and also in our insiders newsletter so what about your online courses so our online courses are being launched in april 2024 and be amazing for your listeners to uh, check that out Uh, but from now and for the next six months i'd love to offer all your listeners a discount code for everything that we do that's the in-person workshops in sussex and also the online courses which we're launching in april 2024 the discount code is great indoors 10 that's the number 10 that is very generous of you so not only are you generous with your time your Uh, knowledge we'll get a little bit of money off too i'm definitely signing up kate i might send my children (laughs) (laughs) well it's been amazing collaborating with you guys i think what you do is amazing and i just hope that we can spread the good news about people making their homes look lovely and doing things for themselves yeah and saving a bit of time and feeding the soul while we're at it too i'm here for that now kate we're back next week aren't we we're we're talking all things spring refresh you say as i listen to the rain thundering down outside the walls of this workshop yes hopefully there'll be a bit of spring in the air for next week so all that remains of course is a big thank you to justin for welcoming us into his workshop and to our producer sarah cudden of feast collective and also to you our lovely listeners and we'll see you in the great indoors 